of Yaranga Henry. I was born HIV positive. I'm an HIV activist in the community. Um, I'm really glad that the Innovation Village came and worked with us, the young people, like the young people in the ghetto. Because uh, I think when, when the Innovation Village gets more time and interact with the youth, um, I think we are going to go far away. Because I'm happy that some teenage girls who give birth at a young age, they are getting some skill here, the tailing skill, whereby they are going to achieve something. They can set up something because here the teen fathers and the teen mothers are facing a big challenges. My name is Nancy Uga Christine and I'm in Ghetto Research learning tailoring. I'm 19. I'm in my senior six vacation. I finished my senior six in 2019, so I was supposed to be in campus this year. So I said, let me come and learn tailoring as they open up the schools. After learning, I want to open up a tailor shop. I can do like my dresses, my shirts, skirts, then I put them outside such that people who are interested in buying them, they can buy. And I get capital so that I go and I buy another material and I do. Welcome back to my village podcast. I am your host, Pauline Achanawen. In today's episode, we are going to explore my visit to the Getter Research Lab in Kamwocha, Kampala, and continue to unpack our partnerships with different groups of people in our effort to skill young people and encourage innovativeness. This is episode five, entitled Getter Dreams. Recently, I paid a visit to Getter Research Lab. It is located in the middle of Kamwacha slum. This place welcomes you with the smell of weed, the sight of men and women seated in groups drinking alcohol in the broad daylight, children happily playing barefooted in the dirty environment, while others collect empty bottles from the dirty running water to be recycled. The ghetto is a busy place. However, when you get to the ghetto research lab, it is an enclosed, fenced space and quiet with women and men busy at work. Luchamozi John Wise, known as Wise J, one of the founders, gave me a project tour and we had an eye-opening conversation. My name is Mijuzi Patrick. I'm the team leader, initiator of founder Ghetto Research Lab. There were three major things amongst others. Uh, there was uh, environment in the, in the slums were, had degraded. You know? There was a lot of uh, littered polythene and plastic. So the answer was to, uh, uh, to reduce on the plastic and find a solution. Then the other thing was sustainability. Because most of the ghetto youths have no jobs, uh, the girls, the boys. The other one was to reduce on the diseases that were accompanying, uh, that were arising as a result of uh, poor hygiene. So I started a ghetto research lab to create jobs from cycling, uh, uh, objects like plastic. You've been here 10 years so far, yes. ghetto research lab. Yes. Have you achieved that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, to a big, bigger extent, 
have achieved most of my uh, my missions although some 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 uh, some problems are still fair uh, uh, I'm still facing certain challenges but to a large extent I've achieved uh, my goals for instance uh, when I talk of uh, the boys who are uh, who had turned uh, to snatching of phones, robbery, and so many other behaviors. There are now ministers here, they are heading projects here. So uh, when I see also some people getting jobs, okay, we don't have jobs around here, we don't employ them here, but we teach them and they go and they get employment, or they employ themselves. For instance, these people who are working in uh, gardening, urban farming, they get the knowledge here, they are already working. We have different groups like Future City, like Columbia Base. Different groups have been uh, established because of a result of learning from Ghetto Research Lab. An idea that came out of the need to conserve the environment mushroomed into different projects that have transformed the lives of the people in the community. Luchamuzi John talked me through their journey. Some people call me YZJ. And uh, a full member of Ghetto Research Lab found here in Kamocha, Kampala Central. Ghetto Research Lab started like 10 years ago, and uh, our main issue was about uh, environmental conservation. By 2018, we came up with a new innovation. Tshamavo Mujuzi, the team leader, came up with a new innovation, which was bottle brick. Bottle brick what we do, we collect polythene and uh, bottle, bottle, empty bottles which are rated around, we pick them, then we started packing them to make uh, bottles which we used by that time to build some toilets. John, you mentioned farming and agriculture. Can you explain further about your agricultural activities and how has this transformed the community? We do urban agriculture, so we have trained women in each household how to grow vegetable in a sack, you know? So we train them to grow organic, purely organic tomatoes, cabbage, skuma wheat, spinach. So women are not spending money right now because they used to go to Kalere, hmm? because you can plant one sack, and you get a yield. Even you can eat, then you sell. Has the vegetable farming improved the health of the people? They are improving their health standards. Understand? Because they used to buy vegetables from Kalwere market, but they couldn't know where it comes from. For us, we don't spray. If we are to spray, we use organic chemicals, which we do ourselves at the Gator Research Lab. As a department, we have uh, aquaponics. Aquaponics is a layering of fish and growing vegetables. We keep on changing the water. And what helps the vegetables to grow is a, is a waste of the fish. Like we are planning it to take it in other parts of Uganda because there are some dry places, like in Kalamoja, the place is dry, very dry. But they need to eat fish. On my tour, I discovered that their arts department is a big hit among the young people. Richard Mugisha sheds light on the activities that take place in the arts division of the Ghetto Lab 
that includes fashion and design. Why is it important for young people to acquire skills and how they can be monetized? And how the Innovation Village has been part of this development? I'm a garment fabric designer, sometimes an activist, sometimes an artist, whatever. So my being here specifically get research is uh, to to give our students and women and ladies some bit of foundation concerning this field. So I'm also there for the technical bit. Mm. Same time the training bit. We offer lessons, we offer guidance, we offer consultation. The environment around us is changing. People are beginning to get more conscious about skilling and, and, and living a different life from the one they're living before. If we want to make this place also more empowered in terms of bringing back money, we should be able to sell our own products that we make ourselves from our own people. Then we sell them to the community first and the people out there. Then the rest of the world can still see from that. So if you cannot be able to do that, then the empowerment process is not finished. Christine and Henry are among the many young beneficiaries of the Ghetto Research Lab. Christine, you have been here for close to two months. What has your experience been like? It has been useful because we, we, we don't only learn terribly because there is other value added. We learn how to make soap, candles, and shampoos for hair. We learn how to make body wash, gels, and we are going to perfumes. Henry, what has been your experience? So I met this guy, he was called Mavo. He motivated me and then he told me, you're not the only person having HIV. You can do more other things bigger and bigger. But he encouraged me and he motivated me. He told me a lot how to deal with the community, to deal with modern farming, aquaponics, and how to live healthily. So that's how I came into the ghetto, and then I became part of it. I'm a farm, having some small farming at home, because it's a COVID season, and I'm an MC, doing MC. I do a lot as a youth. As you know, it's time of hustling, you have to learn this and do this, and at least do some projects home. So that's what I do mainly. But in the community, I'm an activist where I do some sensitization in the community, door-to-door -door sensitization about the disease and some HIV testing in the community. John, partnerships have been key for your growth. What has your partnership with the Innovation Village been like? The Innovation Village came in July at the Ghetto Research Lab and they come back at the board and they give us some money for renting almost for a year. They gave us money for building. Then after building, we said, what next? Hmm? The Innovation Village asked us, what do you want? We said, you want this and this and this. Hmm? All our, from those, those the swing machines we have seen, we got them from the Innovation Village. Yes, they bought them for us. They transported them. The partnership is good. It has also improved the the face of the ghetto. The Ghetto Research Lab still faces a number of challenges. The challenge is we still need machines hmm? because we have so many students 
Mm? The machines are not enough. That is the truth. They are not enough. We need other machines. We need uh, some materials for making hand wash, liquid soap, whatever. Uh, the staff room, mm? the management staff is totally challenged. Yeah? What more can be done to support you? Like the learning cost. Mm? Because for us, students come. Mm? We have to record them. Mm? We have to sit there in the office. But you remember, Ghetto Research Lab is a community-based organization. Yeah? We don't earn money from the students. Patrick, what are your future plans for the lab and challenges to those plans? The bigger goal is extending the research lab to another land which is bigger and establish uh, constructions for each department so that we can empower and skill more and more youths and other women and other people than the way we are doing now. Materials, some project needs materials. For instance, we have uh, like the, the plastic pavers. We need a machine that can do better than our manual processes. So uh, such uh, items, we are missing them here. When you look at the office, we don't have uh, um, things that are running the office, like the, 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 the stationery. So I feel if uh, we are provided more resources, more fund, we can be able to uh, establish each and everything that we need to move us ahead. What has been the impact on the community of the Ghetto Lab? Uh, from the day we started constructing this uh, research lab, people uh, we had more than 35 women. It is for the first time to see women working on a site, uh, pushing those wheelbarrows and what. So people get employment and they get income. Uh, uh, um, people come and learn skills and they go and practice them and they find a living. Yeah. Then people come also and get together and share problems and share solutions. It is also another good thing that I've realized around here. Tibampita mobi, chamulonje katiani, kambuze chibuzo bakuyi. As I left the ghetto, John Wise, commonly known as Wise J in the ghetto, took me to their former house, a small makeshift wooden house of about eight by eight feet. This is where the dream all started. Ghetto Research Lab is one of those projects being funded by the Innovation Village. The Ghetto Lab founders had a dream to change the face of their community, which they are doing progressively. The dream that started in a small makeshift home is now impacting on the lives of youth, women and men whose lives were previously blank. You understand? Yeah, that is it, YZJ.